Hello, I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and you come to me for hard facts. The world keeps turning, and you're trying to keep up. The fight against coronavirus has the But there's so much noise drowning out the news. Talking heads, broadcast messages, press releases, they're telling you their side, but you just want the facts. And that's why you come to me. I give you the statistics without spin. Out of 116 million working age Nigerians, 35.5 million are employed full-time. That's 30%. I give you the context. I give you the history. I fight fake news with facts. Kayo Day. Let me talk. No. Kayo I will, I will let you talk. Kayo Day. Kayo Day. I will let you talk if you let me talk. Kayo Day. That's why more and more Lagosians are tuning in. Half a million Lagosians. 720,000. 970,000. Over 1 million Lagosians. They know that if you give me your afternoon, I will give you hard facts. I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. The Big Three Global Edition on Hard Facts. Shaku Maku, everybody. It's a fantastic Friday, a rainy, rainy Friday. It depends on what part of town you're in. I just have a word of advice for those of you who are um, not above uh, four feet. Uh, please uh, make sure you lift up the umbrella for the guys who are six and above so we can see in the traffic. Um, do spare some thoughts for us also too. It's a great Friday and on Hat Facts this afternoon, Sandra is a quickly story number one isn't in because uh, she's under the weather. So. I'm Aogo Obo, and we'll be doing this um, for the next hour or thereabout. And after that, uh, Public Square will continue. And we got the news happening at the top of the hour, the main news at 6 p.m. Remember, you can always join the conversation at 99.3 Nigeria Info FM on Twitter at Aogo Obo, as well as... All right, as well as... Um, Talk to us on WhatsApp, 0809-597-5805. Again, 0809-597-5805. You can begin to send in those comments on WhatsApp. At some point, I'm going to turn up on the phone line so that you can join in the conversation also. On Global um, Review, this is what we do every Friday. We take our eyes away from uh, Obodo, Nigeria, and then we focus on what is going on outside. All the stories often we take on Global Review have... Uh, slant towards Nigeria because one way or the other they directly affect us. It's a global village. Today is the World Environment Day and then also we'll turn our attention to Mali. I know Sandra talked about this um, last week. It's a fluid situation where developments are happening and um, things are going um, the way they say come see, come see. So Today, World Environment Day is a day set aside by the United Nations to bring more attention to our environment and climate change. And this is because uh, we are not doing our part of healing and maintaining planet F. It's aimed at bringing attention to the world on how day-to-day activities is harming and destroying the earth. Theme of this year's World Environment Day is reimagine, recreate and restore. Every three seconds, the world loses enough forest to cover a football pitch. And over the last century, we have destroyed half of our wetlands. It's um, how many years I did my, um, my final year project in university, which was on sustainable development and approach 
to curbing deforestation in the Akura forest area. Interestingly, uh, where many of the forest uh, areas now we understand be occupied by hetzmen. Um, but, you know, the, the, the irony is that the forest resources oftentimes aren't taken into account because well, what you have as the auditing process for auditing natural resources doesn't take into account things like forest resources, which includes what happens within the forest. Um, we don't see that happen as much as often. As much as 50% of our coral reefs have already been lost and up to 90% of coral reefs which should be lost by 2050 even if global warming is limited to an increase of 1.5 percent i'm sure you know the climate change agreement uh, which was reached saying that uh, we do uh, pre-industrial levels minus 2.5 percent 2.5 degrees centigrade rather ecosystem loss is also depriving the world of carbon sinks like forest and peatlands at a time humanity can least afford it global uh, greenhouse gas emissions have grown for three consecutive years and then the planet is one place with potentially uh, catastrophic climate change. Let me tell you what is going on in Africa and then I'll tell you afterwards what's happening in Nigeria and then we can talk about the environmental situation. State of the environment in Lagos. According to the United Nations fact sheet on climate change, Africa is the continent most vulnerable to the impacts of climate change. Africa is facing a wide range of impacts, including, including rather increased drought and uh, floods. In the near future, climate change will contribute uh, to decreases in food production, floods and inundation of its coastal zones and deltas, the spread of waterborne diseases, as the risk of malaria and changes in natural ecosystem, a loss of biodiversity. Uh, let me tell you what's going on in Nigeria. Here we have in the Savannah region, uh, there's logging over dependence on firewood for cooking has stripped a large a greater part of this area for vegetation cover situation is similarly replicated in the south uh, where the forest around Oyo state is being gradually reduced to grassland in lagos uh, which is um, nigeria's commercial hub if not for the entire african continent we have problem with poor waste management both on the side of the government and the people leading to block drainages, floods, stagnant water, and where mosquitoes breeding. And small wonder we have problems with malaria across the entire country. Nigeria's figures are to die for in a sense where uh, we continue to suffer from malaria deaths. One of the leading causes of deaths for children under the ages of uh, five downwards. Um, I know in Port Harcourt, uh, River State, suit. It's a major problem. Many residents have taken to social media platforms and groups to raise their voices regarding the suit palava, the danger it poses if left unchecked. Health, uh, environmental, just to mention a few. So those are some of the things we're going to be looking at today on Global Review. Um, all, all across the country, which is what um, the international days are set, set aside to do, which is one of the major parts which we're doing today, which is to inform you and let you know. We'll have these discussions also to on a regular program, I think Morning Crossfire next week also too, around the world environment and, and what we are doing to protect and preserve the environment. Um, I know that somewhere not too far from us, I think it's at a Balen day, you have a group of people who are trying to clean up uh, the environment. Uh, they're doing a walk all the way from uh, Marina into 
into a ball in this. So there's the action uh, plant, which uh, we all have to get involved in uh, one way or the other, which is to promote a healthy and sustainable environment. Um, so there are things we're going to be asking you. We could open the phone line so I can hear from you before I go on to the next story. Is what you think the government can do uh, to reduce erosions and floods? That's the first question. It's a question we also have uh, on Twitter, as well as we're streaming this live uh, on the stand, on uh, YouTube as well as on Facebook. And then what can we as a people do in our various communities in reducing waste and other forms of pollution. So there's a question I want to hear, there's a response I want to hear from when I turn up on the phone lines, how you are making uh, the environment a lot clearer. If you've also got questions, at least I can attempt to answer a couple of them also too in terms of what uh, waste management policies. I was just remarking to a, a colleague, uh, you know, because I, ha- had this, I had this discussion earlier on today on um, the, the waste management um, culture of Lagos. I remember uh, from the 70s into the 80s, people had drums in front of their homes where the waste management um, authority would come, would pick up those drums and would empty them. We, they had a rotation, I think, uh, uh, thrice a week. And then things got bad. It became twice a week and then it became once a week and then once every month. And then those drums became ISOs everywhere. People had to throw away. And then you had the, uh, the guys who moved around in um, wheelbarrows and all that um, contraption to move the trucks. And how they were disposing was, was, uh, was a disaster. Um, we also had eventually the governor of Lagos State for the first, for the Fourth Republic, the first one, was Bola Ahmed Tinubu, uh, who came on board. And then uh, Loma happened and then Loma came up with the landfill sites, those landfill sites, people clapped for them at Igondo, I think, too, and then one at Ojota. But then uh, they became a mess, uh, became a huge eyesore to people and environment. I remember discussions we've had also on the show where people had complained about what Loma um, was doing in terms of clearing out all the waste. Uh, there have been discussions on what, why exactly we haven't had recycle happen uh, to us. So important is waste and the environment that it's one of the factors that led to at least one governor of Lagos State, you know his name, um, his, his inability to run for a second term because of um, what was considered to be um, the horrendous way in which the, ma- the waste management system was handled. I mean, Lagos was called the Dosbin State, I remember, to the chagrin of uh, Bola Tinubu then. But uh, the jury's out for you on whether you think the environment we live in today is sustainable, you think it's okay for us for today, how much more to talk about what it is going to spell for our children in years and decades to come. The number to call, 0700 993-993-993. Again, 0700-993-993 for you to get through to us. And then if you're female, you want to get easy access to us, the number to call 01465-7190. Again, 01465-7190. Um, on Twitter, 0809597-5805. I will be on Twitter in a moment. While I make the cross, uh, let's hear what you have to say. Hello and good afternoon. Hello. Great to have you join us. What's your name, please, and where are you calling from? Mako. Good afternoon to you. Hey, Makushi. My name is Victor. Victor. Where are you calling from, Victor? 
Ogudu GRA, at least one of our crew members here <laughs> lives in Ogudu yeah. GRA. So, Victor, tell us something. You, you, you look outside where you are now. Is it raining? No, no, no. It has stopped raining, but we have floods over here. Floods. Ah, cause and consequences. You got flood all over there. So you can answer yeah. yourself the question whether or not you're faring well <laughs> with the management of the environment on World Environment Day. Uh, what the government can do. Hmm. Uh, hello. We can hear you. Go ahead. Before it can stop flooding. Hmm. Are you hearing me? Yeah, go ahead. Until government turn waste to cash. Waste to cash, right? Yes. Hmm. To convert our waste to cash. Hmm. That is where people will start. Now all this nylon, sachet water. Right. Uh, bottle water, mineral bottle, right. until they are to converted to cash. Right. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. How do you dispose and of your you. Victor? How do you dispose of your waste? Uh, we have people that normally come around. How often? Totally, uh, how often? How often do they come around? Once a week. On Thursdays, Thursdays, Thursdays. Once a week, Thursdays. Do Do you think that's enough? It is never, never enough. Hmm. Never, never enough. Okay. So first of all, when I go to office, we pack it our waste inside our book. Mm. And mm. we dump it even anywhere, dump it on the road. Mm. Mm. So until until waste are converted to cash before rubbish in Lagos and Nigeria can can go off. All right. So thank you. Thank you very much. Uh uh, Victor calling in from Ogudu. Um, the jury's out for him. He says uh, flawed and his number one problem apparently is waste. And uh, once a week it happens uh, for him. Agboma is calling in from Bagada. Hello. Hello. Okay. Yeah. Agbo um, good afternoon. Yeah, hi. Good afternoon. Yeah, my name is uh, Agboma. Excellent. Uh, now, actually, to me, mm. this street trading mm. is a no, no, no for mm. me. Mm. Because that is one of the things that are causing these things. Wait. Now, Wait. you may say, they, they may tell you, and we need to, uh, in fact, uh, put the pressure on local governments. They, mm. they are not doing anything. Mm. Local government councils. Mm. Mm. Sometimes you, you may have the governor put a task force or whatever, and right. then the moment the task force leaves, the, 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 the local government goes to sleep. Right. And uh, because they make a lot of money, you know, mm. from mm. Tau, through the Tau's uh, collecting this uh, money from the mm. hawkers mm. as well as uh, those uh, who put their ways on the streets over mm. the gutters. Mm. So these, if, if I, I, I take a... a um, a sachet water after right. drinking. Mm. I, I, I leave it. I don't leave it exactly where I bought it from. I yeah. I, I, I take some maybe two 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 five uh, meters and drop it. Where, where do you so, where do you drop it, Agboma? No, no. I'm just saying. I'm not okay. uh, talking of myself. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that person that is selling it does not have total control. Brilliant. Let me ask you. A let me ask you a question. How, how yeah. often? How often do you visit this market? You, you have you you talking about here. I, I'm talking about. I'm driving. Even as I'm driving now, I'm seeing a lot of, a lot of them. Okay, on I, the street while driving, because this is also one important point a lot of people make, and they say, for example, how many yeah. public waste bins or waste dumps can you see, um, say, in one okay, minute of okay. driving? Why there? Why there are not many? Mm. Why there are not many? Mm. Uh, 
uh, if you come to residential areas, you mm. you will see some, or you you have your uh, bags mm. that you can walk uh, to certain distance and drop them. Mm. That's okay. Or even if it's not close, I yeah. can I can put it in my trunk, car trunk, and mm. drop it where it's convenient. Mm. But mm. those that are selling uh, plantain, roasting plantain on the road, right. uh, corn. Right. On the road, where did they dump this thing? They just dump it there. Mm. Uh, uh, maybe mm. uh, they, they will tell you, oh, they will sweep it. They will pack it after 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 the day's uh, work. Right. But they don't do that. Even me, that is chewing it or buying this thing, walking for five meters and dropping this maze. Right. They don't come back to my own and pick it. Mm. Mm. So right. that is. Right. He said, no, no, we shouldn't tolerate this thing on the road. There should be market and right. there should be roads. Right. Thank you very much, um, Agboma. And uh, pe people bringing it home, apparently from the calls we're getting, the, the most um, serious environmental problems people are facing is with waste management and um, how it's resulting in floods. In some parts of the country I mentioned, it's um, the soot and um, air pollution, like in the south-south. In the northern parts of the country, it's with desertification and how unfortunately is now impacted uh, places like the Lake Chad Basin. So you've led to drought in many areas and insecurity. 0700-993-993-993. What is the most serious environmental problem you face in your neighborhood? And what do you think the government can do about it? And what are you doing about it? Or how are you contributing uh, to making it even worse? Hello and good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Great. What's your name, please? Uh, well, good afternoon. Where My name is Adeline. Adeline. Great to have you join yes. us. Is it a rainy day where you are? Yes, of course. It's raining. <laughs> oh, where are you calling yeah, in from? Good morning. Satellite town. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. Yeah. I can, I can predict what your number one environmental problem actually is in satellite town. Well, uh, I know my number one problem is satellite town, but that's not what I want to talk about this afternoon. All right. Uh, my number one problem is this um, non-decomposable um, takeaway packs, um, the multicolored ones. Ah, that people that's buy food in, right? Yeah, they, I don't know what what they are made of now, but everywhere you go in Lagos. Find them. They are everywhere. Mm. You know, I remember in the good old days, mm. food sellers. Mm. You know, you either have your own personal plate to buy food, right, or maybe a takeaway plastic pack. Mm. Mm. But these days, I see food seller, food vendors. You know, mm. nobody. They all go for these horrible takeaway packs, <laughs> and then as soon as people eat, they just dump it on the street. And we deceive ourselves that it's disposable. Well, in real sense of it, it it's it's worse than disposable, it's not, actually. It's because not. Uh, Blocking all our drainage. Very true. Messing up our environment. Mm. It's so horrible. Every time I drive around Lagos, I feel so bad. Mm. And I ask myself, I tell myself that if I'm a, a, a commissioner for environment in Lagos, mm. I will ban the production of that stuff. Is mm. messing up our environment mm. big mm. time. Mm. Mm. Honestly, absolutely. We need to find a way of buy. 
let's have our own personal place. There's right. no, there's this, no this problem. Also um, exists. Is it, if I could, it's tied to the pure water problem also too, because they yeah, they, because, uh, but the pure water problem yes is bad enough. But mm. before this one came on, the pure water one was bad, but it wasn't that bad. Mm. This one is the worst mm. because the pure water on over time it might even. Uh, um, um, decompose or whatever. Sorry, Adrian, I thought so myself, but it's not decomposing anything. It's all, I, I've seen some pictures where it's all piled up in some corner in the, in the lagoon, uh, mm. blocking drainages and all of that. But it's because people don't have access to portable water, so we now have to provide our own, you know, portable water sachet, more like it. But thank yeah. you very much, Adeline, and it's great uh, to hear from you. All the calls buzzing in. Um, we're going to go on a quick break, and how time flies when you're having a big discussion. When we come back, I'm going to flip this uh, to Mali, and um, a lot has changed since Friday. We had this discussion, and I'm sure if you're listening, the alarm bells are ringing everywhere. Let's see what's going on in Mali and what sort of lessons and what Nigeria can do. You still would have the opportunity to contribute to um, discussions around the World Environment Day. That happens to us every day rather than every, what was, the, what was it called? Environmental Sanitation Day once a month. That thankfully has been scrapped. Um, we can do it every day of our lives and uh, be quit for ourselves. A great environment, not just for us, but for our children's children. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. Listening to your number one station for talk. Your number one station for talk. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. The Big Three. Global Edition on Hard Facts. Well, welcome back. It's uh, 29 minutes past three. Um, it's a wet, uh, rainy day in several parts of Lagos. Last time I checked, uh, thankfully, the um, heavy drizzle had disappeared. Uh, but I know that I'm um, going by what I'm hearing from the several callers in here. <laughs> I must well keep my uh, Macintosh and um, get ready for another round of rains. It's, it's the season, so it's announcing itself. All 700 I'm going to come back to you just teasing you guys. And um, on WhatsApp, 0809-597-5805. Again, 0809-597-5805. I advise you to go to WhatsApp because sometimes getting through to us on the phone lines is like getting through the eye of the needle. Even me, myself, and I, I try as much as possible. With two, three lines, I still cannot get through. But uh, on WhatsApp as well as on Twitter, I can get my information, uh, uh, my thoughts across very easily. Uh, we're going to go to Mali very quickly also too. Um, just to refresh your minds, I'm going to run through this very, very quickly uh, because I I want to get to the update as quickly as possible. And, and those of you wondering, oh boy, why Mali? If you know the number of Malians, who, not Naira Mali's people now, you know, I mean Malians who reside in this country, you'll be shocked. There's several of them and they're involved in all manner of legal things now, you know. Uh, they find their way across um, the borders and their non-existent borders also too uh, into this country. In fact, I was just re remarking to someone very close to where I stay, there's an entire block where we've got refugees from DR Congo and people from Mali. And it's going to put a strain on this country's resources if we don't think about very quickly 
how many of those issues there. Interestingly, many of um, the indices um, which uh, make up Mali and the situation scenarios look very familiar uh, to us in this country. Here's a country where you thought because they've got an election happen and then the man had done, uh, Bas Boboka Keita, he'd done um, one term and then a second term had happened. People were dissatisfied with the electoral process and then decided to begin uh, protests all across Mali. Incidentally, the June 5 protest, which is going to be marked for second year tomorrow, saw the birth of uh, a coup and the coup led to a transition period of 18 months. Halfway through the transition period, the guy who was supposed to be the uh, prime minister, that's uh, Colonel Asimi Goita, who planned the coup, decided to plan another coup because his guys were input in the cabinet where, um, where a rejig had happened. And then he forced the president and the prime minister, so rather he was the vice president, sorry, not prime minister. And then he became the uh, president and then he also got someone to, to, to tag along with him now. Incidentally, the person who he got tag along with him was the leader of the, of the June 5 of the of the movement where uh, who had led protests along uh, because of the poverty and the situation the country had faced then decided that he was going to make that guy his vice his prime minister thinking that would um, assuage um, people in bamako the number of people who i've seen and i've had speak uh, sort of uh, have their hands down they don't know what to do anymore because for them i guess this is the worst that it can be and they take it they're not never really happy even with the transition will they be happy with asimi goita it's a different matter entirely but um, there are people who are displeased with the way things have happened in mali uh, on sunday you had um, west african leaders uh, that's uh, the makeup of uh, ECOWAS, which is um, the regional block where mali belongs to they had an emergency meeting in ghana in accra and they sanctioned, well, added some more um, sanctions to already existing sanctions which were in place. Uh, whether that will make them make uh, uh, make them budge a different matter. They say they're still going to go ahead with the elections which they plan to happen um, in a couple of months. That's, that's going to be April, yeah, April next year. So Mali's neighbors and international powers are afraid that this latest revolt will jeopardize the commitment to hold the presidential election, uh, February rather, not April, and then undermine a regional fight against armed groups which are linked to Al-Qaeda and uh, Islamic State. So in Nigeria, where we have the problems and with Boko Haram and Iswap, uh, by, by the way, Boko Haram and Iswap are engaged in a fight. We'll get to that sometime later. And that fight has been to the advantage of Nigeria. When they are done, I hear the army is watching this fight happening. When they are done fighting and killing themselves, whatever is left of this uh, power tussle between Boko Haram and Iswap in the northern eastern fringes of the country into Chad, will 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 we'll then know what we what we're dealing with. Uh, but meanwhile, we're dealing with the problems in the northwest where it's um, headsmen and what's called bandits, what I, I consider to be terror uh, 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 experts now call them terrorist bandits or bandits terrorist um, the African Union now has also suspended um, Mali with immediate effect and they're saying that um, the suspension means uh, non-participation in all activities of the African Union its organs its institutions until normal constitutional order has been restored 
in the country. And this is according to the African Union's Peace and Security Council. This happened Tuesday, so that's an update. And the African Union also called the military to urgently and unconditionally return to the barracks and to re refrain from further interference in the political processes in Mali. It warned that if the military did not hand power back to civilian transitional leaders, the council will not hesitate uh, to impose targeted sanctions and other punitive measures. Um, added to that, there's also now France and the United States saying they are halting joint military operations with Mali over the coup, saying that uh, until it receives guarantees about a return to civilian rule in Mali, it will not resume uh, this. So you now have France, you have um, United States, you have ECOWAS, you have AU, the non-permanent members of the African of uh, uh, Africa in the uh, UN Security Council. I understand are also lobbying uh, for sanctions to be placed on them. Uh, the currently French troops there. Not only do you have French troops, there's MINUSMA, which is um, uh, MINUSMA is a, the hybrid force of um, the African Union, which is based in Mali. You've got about 6,000 there. You throw in all of those um, uh, uh, number of troops in there. You've got close to, if not more than 20,000 troops, not Malian, foreign troops in Mali. Shows you how dire uh, the situation is. So that's uh, a nutshell what we're talking about also too, the situation in Mali and how it affects us as a country is um, the point we made earlier on. The more insecure Mali is with the, with the terrorists, the rebels and all of that affecting people, it puts at risk millions of people who reside in Mali who will then head to neighboring countries and we put strains on countries like Niger, Chad and then we're back to the problems we have in Nigeria. Already, as you know, uh, we have a situation with um, many countries which are bordering Nigeria and the problems in Chad, uh, which I'll come to very shortly. Uh, Cameroon, which borders Nigeria on the uh, on the on the southeast on the eastern flanks and the south south, we have Cameroon bordering the southern Cameroon, where there is some um, problem happening. They are now known thousands of refugees who are in Cross River and Aquaibom State. As we speak, it's a silent crisis, humanitarian crisis uh, that is being called, um, I'm trying to find the word which, is, which was used to describe the crisis going on in southern Cameroon, which is beginning to impact Nigeria uh, from the southern fringes. So let us begin to think very carefully about how the problems in Mali can be de-escalated so that it doesn't add more pressure to us, to what we are facing. By the way, uh, the ECOWAS parliament sat yesterday and um, it's interesting to see the Nigerian representative, uh, Linda Ekpeazu, uh, uh, present a nine-page document to the parliament about this state, Nigerian security situation which she called dire. And ECOWAS members in shock listening to the Nigerian security situation. Maybe they hadn't been following the media, but um, they said, and we're relieving Nigeria's role in ECOWAS in the 80s and the 90s with ECOMOG, how we help liberate countries like um, uh, Liberia, uh, Sierra Leone, and even um, Mali. And uh, many countries, Nigeria at some point was a number four international peacekeeping nation. Uh, in terms of the contribution of troops is now facing its own nightmare. And, and they said, look, if Nigeria can be going through this, and as the countries, Cote d'Ivoire, uh, uh, Ghana, and we're submitting their own reports, 
They said maybe Nigeria needs to seek international help. So I come to you now, whether international help will help um, Mali, will it help uh, the entire Sahel um, in resolving this issue? Will, will the military intervention in Mali worsen um, the terrorist and the uh, 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 insurgency being experienced in several parts of uh, West Africa, especially the Sahel? That's one question. And two, um, is the power of ECOWAS waning? I've heard people say, you had the military takeover in Chad, but you had no sanctions imposed in Chad. Why do you have sanctions now imposed on Mali uh, because a military takeover has happened? Is it a case of different strokes for different folks? So you had um, Idris Debbie Jr. Uh, plan a coup. No, you, you had, well, not exactly a coup. His father died. And rather than have um, the uh, uh, constitutional handover of power, because uh, Chad has got a constitution, they folded their hands and did nothing uh, when Idris Debbie Jr. was um, announced at the, as the uh, transition president of Chad. But with Mali, it's a different ballgame entirely. So two questions here. The power of ECOWAS waning in the way it's being able to enforce its decisions. I want to have a discussion with you. And then the other one is if um, the intervention of the military, as has happened in Mali, will help to end um, decade-long insurgency and a, a growing extremism and terrorism happening in the Sahel, which unfortunately cuts also to, uh, into North, Northeast uh, Nigeria. 0700-993-993-993. Call us and let's talk. 0700-993-993. 993. And then if you're female, you want to get easy access to us, it's 01465 7190. And WhatsApp 5805 And then you can talk to us on Twitter. Uh, the number the the handle is at Nigeria Info FM at Obo. Any of these uh, handles we will be on to you. Kelvin is calling in from Sue Leary. Let's hear what Kelvin has to say. Hello and good afternoon. Oh, how are you? I, I'm fine. How are you? God be the glory. Excellent. So we have yes, World um, Environment Day. We've got Mali up for discussion today. How are you going yes, to go? Yes, the issue of environment is a very worrisome issue. Mm. You know, the issue of um, environmental violation in this part of our country, especially in this state where we are. Mm. You see mechanics on the streets doing their work there. You see people selling on walkways mm. where students or children should be working when they're returning from school. You will see your car applying on the walkways. Mm. You, know, you see people selling where they're not supposed to sell right. in the name of poverty. But all that one, the one that worries me more is the level of open defecation. Ah, going on. Hmm. Do you know shamelessly that we are number one open defecation country in the world? Very true. Shame. But at this stage, at the 21st century, Nigeria is stopping. In open defecation, people, you know, out of suit, that shame everywhere across the board. Oh, so, I don't know. Something to be done about environmental pollution. In fact, Kelvin, now, now that you've mentioned open defecation, I, I know that at some point they declared a state of emergency. Well, what, what, you, you think that um, in terms of what we should be doing 
if you're going to score in terms of because I'm thinking number one thing it should be the provision of public restrooms. I I, yes. I I can't find public restrooms in many places in this. Yeah, uh, provision of toilets across the place. Exactly. Necessary. And corrective civil education is also necessary. Mm. A lot of people need to be aware of these things. A lot of people don't care. They don't know about it. They just go on and do this thing there. They don't want bother to know. It's not their business. Mm. You understand? Mm. Those things that need to be put in place. And quickly, right. let me just talk about this issue of Mali. It's a shame that ECOWAS is there. ECOWAS, to me, is like a dog that back, but can bite. Mm. Mm. That is why nine months after another coup is taking place in Mali, and ECOWAS is there. Just after nine months, another coup in nine months. Mm. So I don't think that the 15 countries that are gathering there in ECOWAS are just there to just for, this day, for, for the sake of being there. They are not making any part. And that is why, at the end of the day, we like to de- rely on the Western world. Mm. It's a shame. Thank you. All right, Kelvin. Thank you very much. Uh, plenty of food for thought um, uh, with the Mali situation. Let's see uh, what else you think. Let me, let me get on WhatsApp. I see uh, some messages coming in here. Uh, this is um, Christopher. And Christopher is um, writing to us from Satellite Town. He says that um, the lady that just called you who resides uh, in Satellite Town never told you much about Satellite Town. When you come to that area, you will find out that the gutter is blocked with scattered water and all the road is flooded with water. I wonder what is scattered water. But I guess when the situation has reached that level that cannot be explained in normal terms, we can call it whatever we want, but I know what you mean by scattered water. I've also often wondered also too, uh, Christopher, why we have open drain. People design roads. If you go to Kotonou, which is just next door, you cannot find open uh, drains. It's all locked up. And in Satellite Town, if I know what the original design was, most of those drains were were covered. But even Festac, it was all covered up, which is just opposite. But um, many places in Lagos, they put out the open drains. And I remember once I went for one of these so-called commissioning of um, expressways. And I said, why don't you have um, the, the drains, you know, covered up? And so when you want to clean up, you move out the slabs and you he said, Well, it's to get it's for us to get easy access to clean up the drains. I said, ah, that if you cover it up, they're not going to be able to clean it up when they should. And so you have all across the state open drains, and like a, a, a caller said, um, civic education hasn't worked. People are people think those drains are dustbins. And uh, they put the, they put their waste there and then block the drains. All right, keep call, keep the calls coming in 0700-993-993-993. Let's talk uh, WhatsApp, 809-597-5805. World Environment Day. And uh, we're localizing the discussion to find out how it's affecting you. Apparently, a lot of people in Lagos who are calling think waste is such a big problem, which equals to land pollution, if you look at it, and then uh, resulting health challenges. Joshua is in a Yes. Hello, Joshua. Um, I'm Joshua from Ijego. Excellent, Joshua. Yes, I would like to say that first, parents should stop throwing things on the floor. Paper, because every refuse dog you see on the road, mm. it just starts by just a piece of paper. Mm. Even myself, little children around me, I try to teach them that just one, just that refuse that dog you have seen on the road, right. it just starts with just one refuse, just one paper, right. just one little paper. On the floor like this, mm. every people uh, keep on drumming one, two, three, four, five, six. Mm. I keep on blaming the local government, the lawman, and those people. Mm. I just move yourself. I don't you know you have to take those things. If you to put in your pocket, because sometimes I don't put in my own pocket. 
I can put in my bag and I take it out and okay, when I get somewhere, I throw it into the drop. It does the more that you just throw it on the floor. Like during that, I think during the World Cup, Senegalese, yeah. after the match, yeah. they cleaned up. They cleaned up everything. Say that again. They cleaned it, up everything it, after, it, was it in, after it, the you said whole match. In Senegal, you say? We should be like that also. Did you say Senegal and Joshua? Yes. Ah, okay. Okay. Yes, they cleaned up the, the stadium after even after after the the match. They cleaned up the stadium. But we should, well, that's why most of most of Lagos is dead because people you just from one bottle you throw on the floor, on that bottle you throw, then you now come by. That's after ah, everyone is dead. All these normal people are not going to do. Is it not you are not the only by now by throwing those on the floor? Right, just right. You see the bottle by throwing on the floor. So it starts with just one piece of death. Absolutely. One piece of death dropped and that tie becomes a dustbin city and state. Let me tell you something very quickly about Senegal while the call is coming in. I remember a couple of years ago I was in Dakar and they had what they call them M23. Um, M23 was a movement that that began the movement, the, the removal of Abdullahi Wad and then Macky Sall became president. After they had um, Macky Sall get into office, that movement of youths and uh, um, musicians that, you know, started a revolution there, continued the revolution and the revolution turned into something very interesting. Someone told me once that they went out of town uh, to go somewhere and then the driver said, excuse me, he went and the driver peed outside in the bush side in the in the bush and then got into the vehicle and said let's head into town when they got into town these two guys who were in the vehicle the driver had no, no idea that they were part of this movement they called uh, m or yanama one of them unzipped his pants and then he peed in the vehicle and the driver said what were you peeing in the vehicle he said well you peed in my space so i'm peeing in your space you don't pee outside and when i heard that story and i thought about the millions of men <laughs> in this country who do this? Uh, sort, of, sort, sort of practical lessons, you can imagine. Huh? Hello and good evening. Hello? Good evening. Or rather, good afternoon. Sorry for deceiving you. Okay, yeah, sorry. It's the way back, kind of, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Good afternoon. How are you? What's the name, please, and where yeah, are you calling fine. from? Yeah, Bio. Bio, where are you calling from? Yes, yeah, from Ojojo uh, Bega. Okay, talk to us. Uh, Mali okay. Environment Day. Okay, yes. Okay, I'll wrap this up now. Uh, see, concerning the environmental... Um, pollution or whatever that I've been talking about. Yes. Right. I, I need. I need to say it's, it's a two-faced uh, problem. Mm. Okay. Mm. The very first one is from the side of the government. Yes. Okay. So the government has responsibility in that. I mean, you have like one of the callers mentioned. You mm. know that the government should provide an enabling environment. You know, for these things to actually for this um what is it called this policy mm. to actually thrive mm. in such a way that. I mean, I remember during the time of, um, I think, Governor Fashola, then that time. Right. You know, all those um, streets of Ikeja, Ikeja along, mm -hmm. and some strategic places mm -hmm. in the in the urban area, mm -hmm. even to the interland mm -hmm. that time, we used to have, what do you call, being, you know, some staggered being like almost 500 meters, you know, apart. Right. So in such a way, when people see that, it's not that an average Nigeria is that so... Don't mean, or I mean, we are just directionless like that. You know, when you see that kind of thing, you buy something, or you are hitting something in Feku, or even while on the road. I mean, you know that in a, in, a, in no distance apart, mm. you see a bin where you could. I mean, interestingly, even if I thought you are not thinking to our brain initially, mm. but with time, we'll get used to it. Don't okay, fine, something is there, don't be there. But you know, for how long, okay, just in the case of, okay, I don't want to litter the road, I don't want to litter the environment, mm. for how long will you keep that kind of a thing? Mm. Then that's number one. Then mm. number two, concerning the transportation, whatever, too. I right. could still remember that time, it compelled all transporters, some of these public buses, vehicles, other, to have a big basket, you know, in mm. their in their vehicles. So Very such true. a way that whosoever 
driving or any passengers mm. whereby a, 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 I mean, litters the road, such a vehicle will be tracked down and be fine. Mm. So, therefore, it is even the driver or the owner of the vehicle that we full force, I mean, how do I call it now, enact that law. Mm. So, all the passengers are, please, don't don't put him into problem. Mm. Please, drop this thing in my vehicles and then I'm littering the, the environment. So, government has a role to play in this what we're talking about this environmental pollution also they have they have a, I mean they have a role to play in that regard. Then on, on the side of which it is in two, we need self discipline and self control. Some people are so I mean naive and so I mean uh, I, I, I mean half apartheid when it comes to this kind of thing that what will happen. Yeah. You know? So if there is a law, if there is a policy in this way that do this, they are going to pay for it. I, I bet it will, will definitely get a Sit, sit tight in that regard. So, and also they need to go into the interland, do uh, what's it called, drain degradation, and uh, what's it called, drainages. Let there be, let there, let there be, let there be thorough fear for some of these flooding trains and all that. So, this is the time that they need to do these kind of things. Then we have a very easy environment as per that. Then let them build, I mean, just like Riley said, build enough public toilets. I mean, you can't expect me to be holding pee. For right. how long? <laughs> and another, we know that opening your pill for a long time has I'm going to have to let you go now. Thank you very much, but very well said. And, and that's the man, you, you're holding the pee. What about the women, which is even worse off? It's unthinkable, but to, to, to imagine that you, you could drive uh, for 30 minutes and still not find a, a place of convenience is uh, it's a fate worse than death uh, to imagine. I'm going to take the last call. In one minute, you have to do this so that we go... On a break, we have one more important thing to do. Hello and good afternoon. Hello, good afternoon. Now. Great. What's your Shaku name? Maku. Hey, Makushi. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Patrick, calling from Sire. All right, Patrick, go ahead. Yeah. I think, talking about this environmental um, state, hmm. I think the first issue should be from the government. Because we in Nigeria, we know that so the time I went to Abuja, mm. I saw how the roads were, mm. how neat. You know, if the state of your road is very clean, believe me, nobody will have that kind of mentality to throw anything to the floor. <laughs> we have open drainage. Mm. Why? Mm. In the century? Mm. So this kind of thing, you know, someone, we know that it is wrong. Mm. But when you go into the streets of Lagos, you will mm. just find out that they are in a very messed up state. Mm. 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 And until the government fixes it, Nigerians will always be Nigerians. Mm. Have a wonderful day, sir. All right, thank you very much and have a wonderful day. He's the last caller, but may not be the last caller for the show altogether because we have a very important thing to do when we come back uh, from this break, it's 99.3 Nigeria Info uh, Global Review. We've had discussions today around um, what's going on in Mali and the World Environment Day localized to a waste management problem we're facing as a people in Lagos State. So please stay with us and we will be back. Listening to your number one station for talk. 99.3 Nigeria Info. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. We Entertainment, in partnership with Riverside Productions, bring you this comedy blockbuster. One Lagos Night. Hello, Rob Bow. Ah, I mean, why are you? Sorry, Frank Dunga. 
Before you talk to the control box. Please. That place where they need to go to. You need garage. No be a jackboss to go. Eniola Badmos, Alunuhu, Chris Okabwe, Obolo, and lots more. Hey. Directed by Ekenes Song Mekwe. God, hey, I swear to God, if after seven days you don't answer me, I'll go meet the devil. Put in the box. Read the word, just watch for the month. Devil himself. May 29th on Netflix. Meanwhile, carry come. Huh? So it's in green. What you say one? Huh? Check out. I don't be quick not to do that. Based on rent. No carry out. Which country is this now? First, na 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 job matter. Second, na job matter. One latest night. Anticipate. If you're like me, that has to deal with heavy downloads and a need to be connected, then you need a Nine Mobile MiFi or router. At the office, at home, and on the go, never worry about a steady connection. Buy any of our MiFi or router data bundles for as low as 16,000 Naira and get a free 4G MiFi or router. Just visit any Nine Mobile Experience Center or authorized Nine Mobile dealer outlets to get yours. Terms and conditions apply. Nine Mobile. My people, how far? See, eh? if any guy person say you want the coded password for your bank app, I be your PIN. Your card PIN, I be the carry number with the back of your card. Your pay ID, I be the answer for your security question. I beg, don't give them all. All this information, them suppose they coded. You know, suppose share them with anybody. Make you wise up. No make them scam you all. This message now from Kuda Microfinance Bank, the bank of the free. Make you download Kuda for your Play Store or for App Store to open accounts. Make you start to enjoy our own banking. <laughs> 9.3 Nigeria Info. Your number one station for talk. Let's talk. Let's-